KTSA News Flash. Millions of retirees who get Social Security benefits are about to get a raise. It amounts to a 5.9% boost in benefits, or about $92 a month for the average retiree. Good, good to hear that. But Bobby, who lives in Boynton Beach, Florida, and turns 90 next month, is a little disappointed that boost won't kick in until 2022. I hope I'm still here when that happens. What is she planning to do with the money? We have very high insurance bills. So um, it, would, it would help in that case so that we wouldn't have to take money out of my retirement. The hike will be the biggest cost of living adjustment in 39 years. That's correspondent Linda Kenyon. Texas Governor Greg Abbott is getting some pushback over his ban on COVID vaccine mandates. Correspondent Jim Ryan says Abbott's executive order conflicts with rules coming out of Washington. Governor Greg Abbott intends to fine private businesses $1,000 if they require employees or customers to present proof of vaccination. At the White House, Jen Psaki says. Our intention is to implement these requirements across the country, including in the states where there are attempts to oppose them. Abbott calls that Washington bullying. The Dallas Regional Chamber says COVID vaccines and testing are the only way out of the pandemic. A legal expert says Governor Greg Abbott's executive order banning the mandates by private businesses is likely to end up in court. UTSA political science professor John Taylor says the statewide order raises complex legal issues that the courts will probably have to sort out. Abbott's order runs counter to a federal order by President Joe Biden directing businesses with more than 100 employees to require them to be vaccinated. A number of businesses in Texas have already done so and are now talking with their legal teams. State Representative Lyle Larson is not running for re-election. The San Antonio Republican announced his decision today, saying it's because he believes state legislators should only spend 12 years in office. Larson has criticized Governor Greg Abbott and Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick throughout the legislative session this year for pushing red meat priorities. He wrote in the San Antonio report last month that he believes former Texas House Speaker Joe Strauss should run for statewide office to bring civility and pragmatism to Austin. The Justice Department is launching a probe into five Texas juvenile detention facilities over reports of physical and sexual abuse. U.S. Assistant Attorney General for Civil Rights Kristen Clark says the investigation was sparked by an extensive review of publicly available information. She says at least 11 staff members of Texas facilities have been arrested for sexually abusing children in their care, and DOJ wants to know if there's a pattern. That's correspondent Allison Keyes. Police are investigating after a train hit and killed a man pushing a grocery cart Tuesday afternoon just north of downtown. Police and shirts are investigating a hit and run on the I-35 access road. Officers were called to the area near FM 1103 around 10 p.m. Tuesday and found a 16-year-old boy with serious injuries. Officers attempted to save the boy's life, but he was pronounced dead at the scene. Police said it appears the teenager was hitching a ride on the back of an 18-wheeler when he attempted to jump off, and he got stuck under the tires. The driver was not aware someone was on the back of his truck, and police are continuing to investigate. San Antonio police are investigating the shooting of a man who was driving on I-10 when someone opened fire. Officers responded to the 2100 block of Culebra around 1230 a.m. Wednesday. The victim reported that he was driving when shots were fired. He was transported to a local hospital with a gunshot wound to the abdomen. The man could not provide a description of the shooter, but police will continue to investigate. A San Antonio woman is getting jail time and house arrest for killing a bicyclist. A judge told Linda Mason today she'd have to be behind bars for 20 days and she couldn't leave home for another year. Mason admitted to driving drunk when she hit and killed Tito Bradshaw in 2019. She was also given 10 years probation and a year-long driver's license suspension. A suspect is in custody and accused of shooting three people at a southeast side apartment Monday afternoon. 
Officers say 36-year-old Calvin Cartilage is charged with three counts of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon for the triple shooting on South Cross Boulevard near South W.W. White Road. Two men and a woman were wounded in the shooting, which reportedly resulted from an argument. Cartilage also faces a charge of felon in possession of a firearm. U.S. Customs and Border Protection say officers in South Texas are responsible for keeping a massive shipment of methamphetamine from making it into the United States. A commercial truck at the Far Reynosa International Bridge was physically searched after officers used imaging devices and a drug detection dog during their first inspection of the vehicle. The search found nearly 1,200 pounds of meth in the trailer. The value of the drugs is around $16.5 million. A woman who pled no contests in a fraud case can stay out of prison if she pays six figures in restitution by early next year. If she doesn't, Ashley Ring faces up to 10 years in prison. Ring ran up huge debts on credit cards belonging to her former employer, a San Antonio property management group. The company that provides phone service for inmates at Bear County Jail is suing over the handling of the latest bidding process. The lawsuit from San Antonio-based inmate Calling Solutions names the county Judge Nelson Wolf and other county commissioners as plaintiffs. The suit claims commissioners violated competitive bidding rules by awarding the lucrative contract to a Dallas-based company. The suit also claims commissioners ignored the evaluation committee, which ranked IC Solutions as the best bid. San Antonio ISD is hosting a teacher job fair this weekend. The district is looking for qualified elementary and secondary teachers of math, science, bilingual, and special education, along with English, language, arts, and reading for the current school year. The in-person job fair is scheduled for Saturday from 9 a.m. until noon at the San Antonio ISD Central Office on West Quincy. Applicants are required to wear masks and bring several copies of their resume. San Antonio's Day of the Dead River Parade will welcome in-person attendance again this year. The 2020 parade was virtual only because of the pandemic. The parade is scheduled for October 29th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets are available online for people who want to see the floating parade in person. For those who prefer to watch from home, the parade will be on TV and streaming online. KTSA Money News. The Dow's losing streak kept going as it finished slightly lower, but a rally in tech stocks lifted the broader market. The minutes of the recent Federal Reserve meeting revealed that the Fed could start tapering its monthly bond purchases as early as next month. The Dow lost a fraction to 34,377. The Nasdaq gained 105 points to 14,571, S&P up by 13 to 43.63. The government says that food and shelter made up half of the overall gain in its September Consumer Price Index, which rose 5.4 percent from a year earlier, a stronger gain than in August. Jason Brooks, CBS News. KTSA AccuWeather. There is a flash flood watch in effect through Thursday evening. As tropical rainstorm Pamela goes by this evening, she'll drop off some thunderstorms and heavy showers, low 71. Heavy showers remain for tomorrow with thunderstorms in the morning, cloudy and humid in the afternoon, high 89. I'm Cheryl Golden with your KTSA Stevens Roofing AccuWeather Forecast. And I'm Katie Barber. Good news around the clock at News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. And news anytime online at KTSA.com.